Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 2,779. There is still a lot of stuff to talk about regarding the Book of Boba Fett, but I feel like <laughs> I wouldn't be doing my job if we weren't also talking about the Kenobi series a little bit more. So... Considering the announcement on Wednesday, I think it's probably a good time to check in and say, here's what we know about the Kenobi series so far. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, the Kenobi series. Yes, the big news on Wednesday during the Disney Investor Call was that Bob Chapek set a date for the debut of the Disney Plus series. It would be May 25th, not as some folks have been hoping for May 4th, not as I <laughs> had been counting on a March premiere. So that actually throws the whole Disney release calendar up into question basically because yeah if they're waiting for Obi-Wan to debut in March then that kind of pushes things out and we don't know when the Bad Batch season 2 is coming and it seems unlikely that they're going to run it concurrent with a live action series so yeah this kind of puts some stuff up in the air but we'll get to that eventually for now we'll just focus on the Kenobi series itself with Star Wars they have not yet done a two episode debut I know they've done it with Marvel a time or two, but not with Star Wars yet. So there are five Wednesdays in June, and at this rate, it looks like we get a May 25th debut, and the series is going to run until June 29th because it is supposed to be a six-episode limited original series. And what a beautiful coincidence that May 25th also happens to be the 45th anniversary of the debut of A New Hope in theaters. As far as the casting goes, there have been about, I'll say, between 15 and 18 cast members announced. There was the big announcement back in March of last year where they revealed 12 cast members, of course, including Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, and also Joel Egerton and Bonnie Peace. So that made it clear that we were getting Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. And as far as Hayden goes, it wasn't necessarily clear whether he would just be performing as Darth Vader or whether there would be scenes with him as Anakin as well. Now, Ewan McGregor just gave an interview where he said something to the effect of, I think it's no secret that there are scenes with Obi-Wan and Anakin. And he used Anakin Skywalker specifically in the interview as the name. He didn't say Darth Vader. So, ugh, you know, I feel like I want to take that one with a grain of salt because if he meant it literally, then that could indicate the presence of flashback scenes, but if he's just referring to the person inside the suit, then it might not mean flashbacks at all. It might just mean exactly what we've been told by 
by Kathleen Kennedy, which was, you know, from the very beginning, the announcement that there would be the quote-unquote rematch of the century between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, slash Anakin Skywalker, right? And to make that happen, there's one very logical conclusion to which you must arrive, which is that this cannot happen on Tatooine, right? Because... Darth Vader didn't know that Obi-Wan was on Tatooine, didn't know that Luke was on Tatooine, and so we have to get Obi-Wan away from Luke and away from Tatooine in order to make this confrontation happen. And indeed, Deborah Chow has already confirmed as much as well. She has said in previous interviews that if things will start on Tatooine and then it will go off on a rollicking adventure. I do believe rollicking was the word that she used for this. And as for rumors about what other characters might appear, you know, there are leaks and spoilers floating around and that sort of thing. We're not going to get into that here on the show. The closest I'm going to get to saying anything about this is that Obi-Wan and Anakin slash Darth Vader are probably not going to be the only lightsaber-wielding characters. A couple other actors have made comments here and there saying that they have lightsabers or are training with lightsabers and there's been an indication that some of them may be red-bladed lightsabers. So that seems to indicate that we're talking about the Inquisitorius and I suppose that means that we're probably going to be doing an episode dedicated to the Inquisitorius pretty soon but they have been showing up in other media and so it does seem like the fine folks at Lucasfilm want to get them a little more front and center to our attention and even Galaxy of Heroes that I mentioned from time to time the mobile video game that's just one big sandbox well they just added the second sister and the ninth sister from Jedi Fallen Order into the sandbox of play there and so yeah the Inquisitorius, I think, is going to get a bigger role in Star Wars storytelling going forward. You can think of them as corrupted Jedi, if you will, for the purposes of this podcast. So the other thing I wanted to flag for you is the timeline on this. This is supposed to be taking place 10 years after the events of Revenge of the Sith, which puts it at around 9 BBY, and there's not a heck of a lot documented that's happening in 9 BBY, but we can kind of give you at least a little bit of a place. First of all, this will take place then the year after the main body of events in Solo, A Star Wars Story. And so to tie it into the situation with a Rebel Alliance, well, that doesn't really yet exist. But if you'll recall from Solo, Enfys Ness gets all of that coaxium. What she ultimately does with it is give it to Saw Gerrera and his partisans who are in operation at this point, though we don't know a lot about their activity. Basically, they're waging guerrilla warfare in their own small way against the Empire, and a young Jin Erso has been training with them for about four years, so she's maybe around 12 years old at the time. And this is also roughly around the time that the Empire stages its sterilization campaign on Geonosis, just wipes the planet clean, and moves the Death Star to Scarif. And that's pretty much what we know about the timeline. I mean, there are other things we can extrapolate, like we know Bail Organa and Mon Mothma are active at this time, but of course, Jimmy Smits and Genevieve O'Reilly have not been announced for the show, so, you know, no word on their appearance. Same with Forrest Whitaker as Saw Gerrera. And if there are any other casting things like that that have yet to be announced, well, they're probably going to be a surprise that they're holding on to for us, which is all great and good. So I think really the only thing left to mention 
at the moment is just the, the question of what is this story going to be about? And I think at this moment, the only thing we can say with certainty is that there has to be some sort of inciting incident that makes Obi-Wan Kenobi decide he has to leave Tatooine. We don't have a sense of whether he was you know, making regular departures from Tatooine or if he was just lying low and keeping an eye on Luke the entire time. And if this will be his first departure from Tatooine in 10 years, wouldn't that be something? But yes, something big has to happen or be happening to convince Obi-Wan that it's the right thing for him to do to leave Tatooine and go find out what is going on in some other part of the galaxy because ultimately if his job is to watch over Luke Skywalker and keep him safe then it has to be either tied to that or more important to that and something that will ultimately help him continue to observe and follow that mission. So there you go. That's what we've got for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series to level set for now. There are other topics that we are going to pursue in between now and May 25th, but for the moment, that's going to end our time here on the show today. And just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. By seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited. Other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.